0: Hello, friends. It's Ariel Hawani of The Ringer MMA
1: Show. I'm Chuck Mindenholm. And I'm PZ Carroll. And together, we are three-pack.
0: Follow and listen to The Ringer MMA feed exclusively on Spotify for all the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. And join us live on Spotify Green Room after every big
2: event. See you then. Love yous. Mwah! This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors.
3: Rosenberg! Shout
4: out to that guy, guys. The majesty.
5: Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. The
0: King of Kings 24 seconds. Stick A thousand percent. Confirmed. Not mage. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Mut, mut mut mut
4: mut oh, mut mut mage. mut mut male.
5: rosenberg shout out to that guy great i like delicious chicken it was repot it was repot it's professional, it's professional. Wrestling.
0: wrestling ladies and gentlemen welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast it's cheap heat and oh my goodness uh there is a lot to get to today in the world of pro wrestling i mean a lot i am of course your 24-7, your forever 24-7 champion, coming up on one year since my glorious reign, forever may he reign. Uh, Peter Rosenberg joining you here from the capital of the universe, New York City. In Philadelphia, we have the EST of CHP, Stack Guy Greg, how are you?
5: <laughs> That's right, I'm doing great, P, How you guys doing?
0: Oh, fantastic. And then joining us from a place where I just spent time, Dipper Lago in Los Angeles, California, we have... Uh, 35 under 35 Dipperstein.
4: Do you miss it already? Are you missing Dipper Lago? The luxury that what that is?
0: I mean, well, well, you know what? We have to get into it later. Some of the, the I, nuances. I, you really uh, you really undersold it. I mean, it really makes Dipperland Towers look like it wasn't even a home. There's nothing. It was like,
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm wow. excited to experience this. You're insulting my first home? I mean, starter rel- home? relative
0: to Dipper Lago, Dipperland Towers was like you were living in a shelter. There's
4: Wow. <laughs> you think you know people in this town.
0: You had like a weird off-center living room. You didn't know which direction to face. You had a little <laughs> dining room, which was very loud, a lot of feedback. Then the movie room, which we never sat in in those chairs. You'd sit there for 10, 15 minutes at a time. That's it. And a beautiful backyard that I felt very strongly about. By the way, what did you do with the um, ugly rock thing I hated that the water poured off of? Oh the, you have that
4: disease where you can't look yeah. at th- you can't look at things I can't you're, I can't look spores. at spores
0: or rocks bunched up like that and really? you had a ugh, oh yeah I forget what it's called I always forget what it, I forget what it's called
5: but what is the duty do? do you like do you do you get get like well, a gag it
0: There there's there's varying degrees to which people freak out some people like vomit and get instantly sick some people they just like me they're just revolted and like kind of like I can't take it
4: let me just say something. People
0: now will, ha- after hearing this on, on the pod, people will
4: have this like, they, they will have, uh, they will want to send pictures now of things like, does this make you scared? Does this make you scared? Does this make you grossed out? <laughs> All of the fear of sports. Let me tell you something. As someone who has a clinical feel, fe- uh, fear of alligators, don't send pictures, Okay. Yeah, it's me you just told them what to you just know yeah, i've already mentioned this on the podcast before
0: so no, but even about really, me but well but i i don't think people would have thought of doing that to me until they you did. said it
4: they do it people are sick they're <laughs> yeah. sick they're as sick as they come
5: There would have been enough people to send them just to see your reaction people the amount of people sick. who would have done that what he would have been able to avoid but now there's i'll no. just tell you
0: this if anyone were to send an email like that to the mailbag they go on a permanent block list we never see them e- emails there again. you go so there you That's go right. Please, I, I, I would it's it's really upsetting to me Laura Stiles and I share this this same freakish thing I, I, I why do I always forget I, I don't want to Google SGG if you Google it Here, you'll I'll see what it. it's called I'll do it I just it's can't Google it and, trypophobia trypophobia
5: trypophobia. Yeah. trypophobia yeah I'm one
0: of the biggest trypophobes in the biz today
5: you are yeah. A You're trypophobic.
0: <laughs> yeah I'm trypophobic a thousand percent <laughs> okay SGG what happened outside the ring this week
5: uh of course, as usual, we we break for the show, we we put it out and then the wrestling world erupts into chaos. <laughs> so, the first big news from outside of the ring is that Tony Storm apparently quit WWE um at a live event. She worked a triple threat match, went to the back, got her stuff, flew herself home and is out of the company. Um And this happened over the past week. Then also Johnny Knoxville apparently announced that he was going to be an entrant in the Royal Rumble. He put up a post on social media that I didn't take seriously because this is Jackass's Johnny Knoxville, of course. But then WWE aired the promo at day one and also at Monday Night Raw. So it's possible that we'll see Johnny Knoxville in the Royal Rumble. Um, How did I miss this
0: all
1: together?
5: (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Um, another bit of news, um, we know Jeff Hardy was released, um, we still don't know exactly why, but it was revealed, I believe it was on PW Insider, that WWE had plans for Jeff Hardy, um, if you've been following the whole Shaman storyline for MSK on uh, NXT 2.0, it was revealed that Jeff Hardy was initially supposed to be the Shaman, and that WWE had plans for him to have a run in NXT, along with a more, um, expanded role on the main roster through the end of january but that is not meant to be and the the final bit of news and we're going to talk about this later i'm sure is uh the big swole in tony khan controversy
0: yes um and uh i think the way to do this sug is you and i spoke earlier we're going to have our friend our mutual friend andreas hale on the show uh, from sporting news, he's Biggie's partner on their amazing uh, our heroes. That's what it's called, right? Our heroes. Our heroes rock. Yeah, our heroes rock. Their inc- incredible our heroes rock endeavor. And he's just a good dude, knowledgeable wrestling guy. So we're gonna we're gonna bring Andreas on at the end of the show and really kind of get into the nitty gritty of the Tony Khan, um, big swole thing because I do think it's important to to really delve into. So I want to like save its time because you were all over it on Twitter this weekend. I naturally saw it and was like, "All right, I don't know, I don't know, SGG. Do I agree with everything SGG saying?" And they only give get two hundred something characters, man. <laughs> I know it's it's tough. And then I saw Andreas kind of taking a different perspective, and I said, "You know what? Let's get Andreas on the show and have this conversation." So we'll do that at the end of the show, but for now, um, first of all, just on the Tony Storm thing. I know, Dip, I know you're not the biggest Tony Storm person. I really thought Tony Storm had an incredibly high ceiling. I never understood exactly what her character was. I didn't think that the character was well defined, but I don't know, man. Between like look and in ring style and just general sort of personality charisma, I thought Tony Storm had a lot of upside.
4: I feel like if they wanted Tony Storm to work, they would have brought her in in a stronger way. I have no idea why she quit. Maybe it was regarding her booking or whatever it was, but. If you wanted Tony Storm to come in strong as a main event contender in the women's division, then they should have done that. And they didn't, in my opinion. They put her into a feud with Charlotte Flair where Charlotte was clearly like the victor of that feud to me. And that's where it was headed. And, you know, she was just going to flounder in the women's division probably for a couple of years until they figured out something that worked for her. And um, I never particularly thought she was that, you know, exciting as a, as a wrestler and, You know, God bless. I mean, she'll probably end up in a W and have a great run there or or somewhere else. But um, I don't know. I just, you know, I I don't necessarily think it's a huge loss for WWE.
0: But Um, still, I think it is. (laughs) I think um, it absolutely is. First of all, potential wise, I think it is a big loss. And second of all, it's just like you you can't downplay how weird it is. She's got a story. It's it's
4: definitely weird. She's
0: got a story going on with one of the biggest, maybe the maybe the biggest Person in the division in the company, she has a story with her, and after the match, just rolls out like Antonio Brown. I mean, it was. <laughs> I thought a Gail I, Kim. I thought a Gail Kim would have happened. Yeah, well, I mean, no, Tony at least finished. You know, Tony actually finished the match completely. <laughs> no, it wasn't it, that not,
4: match. It was the, it was like a house show triple threat or something.
0: No, no, but it was I, after a house show triple threat against Charlotte, and afterwards yeah, she walked and out Sasha and walked
4: Banks out or something. I just felt look I, I don't know really the circumstances surrounding it I don't think we'll ever know but um
0: you don't think we'll ever know you think this is gonna be one of the great secrets of all time I mean you may know <laughs> I'd have no clue, I'll uh, have I'm, clue. here am here I'd like to make a guess uh, I believe we'll know the second she does her first interview how about that that's what I think <laughs> I we'll know. find oh, okay. out so okay. I, I you know, to, I'll give her a week um it won't anyway, be like, on this on this show sadly I would love to do have find out but I, I SUG, I'm with you I think Tony Storm's a loss I, I thought she had a lot of potential
5: yeah I mean she Maybe. was in the May Young. I believe she was in the initial May Young Classic. She was over at NXT UK. Um, you know, she had a lot of upside, and I think to Dip's point about them not making her bring her in too strong. You know, I feel like they might have been a bit skittish with Tony Storm because they learned some lessons from Rhea, and then bringing somebody in hot and dropping them right at the top of the card, and then not taking the time to pace them and get them ready properly. But again, that's just me speculating and guessing. Who knows? I-, I will say this though. She's definitely a loss. The the women's roster gets thinner and thinner. And Tony Storm, you need somebody like Tony Storm because at the end of the day, there's no redundancy in characters. So just from a character's perspective, even though, you know, we don't exactly get what Tony Storm was supposed to be, she had her own lane, her own look. Um, she worked a good style, she was she was able to be at the top of the card in the main event. It just oh, didn't no. work out. Oh, no.
0: oh, wow. Sorry. I apologize, everyone.
5: <laughs> it yeah. just didn't work out. Was that, um, is that the new I, Wrap It Up music? Is that the cheap heat Wrap It Up music?
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Larry David created the Wrap It Up music, uh, the best Wrap It Up uh, situation on her in the finale. Playing you by off, the way, like, a, like an award show. Wasn't it funny?
0: I almost thought the playing you off joke like felt like a joke that he should have made years ago. Totally. I totally felt yeah. the exact same way. I'm I was like, wow, like how is this the first time that. he's done this? It's, I know, you, you know he's had it in his arsenal forever. Like, why now? That but was no, he the little notepad for years. And he just oh, looked yeah.
4: to a page and went, I'm including that this time. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Because it came out of nowhere. It came <laughs> it completely.
0: Came out of no, what I was just looking for, actually, and I found it. Was if you go back on our old ESPN page? Wow, all the podcasts are still there as of now. Knock
5: on wood. And my interview with Tony Storm is there. Were you were SG? Were, were you in that interview? I don't think I was in that interview. I think that was backstage at a May Young Classic, maybe right? No, no,
0: no. It was at WrestleMania. It was it was WrestleMania the year. I wasn't with the company. The WrestleMania in, in it from a year we shall not talk about.
5: Oh, but, was that the New York Mania? It was at
0: the New York Mania, and it says. Special guests: Seth Rollins, Tony Storm, Vic Joseph, Daniel Bryan,
5: Becky Lynch, and Pete Dunn. Oh, I was on some of those, and not all of them, because you know ESPN was weird.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. God, thank thank God you're with the ringer now, S-U-G. Life is different.
5: Flying private, everything's changed.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anyways, so so let's let's get into the the week that was, and of course, a lot of this is going to center on on day one i don't i actually don't think i was on vacation i did not watch AEW in the last week so i'll just be level with you guys right now we'll get caught up on AEW next week we probably won't even have time this week um unless dip unless you tell us there's something we absolutely need to hit from aw um, i mean I feel you had
4: a million things happen on AEW. it was dynamite was a very entertaining show i'll tell you that right now where where do we Mercedes stand with Mer- martinez uh came out and
0: and oh yeah, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Martinez joined AEW. That's pretty cool. She's yeah. I think she's mage. I always have. By the and way, then, that is the, the one thing you're seeing, like very directly apples to apples, is like WWE women's roster gets thinner, AEWs gets bigger. Like it's literally every day. There, yeah. And
4: there was a there was a tag match on the December twenty fourth episode of Rampage between Penelope Ford and the Bunny versus Ty Conti and Anna Jay. That was one of the most brutal, bloody, insane tag matches, uh, hardcore tag matches. Wait, this was
5: on the um, (laughs) this this was was the match (laughs) that Tony Khan advertised the street fight, right? Oh, that
0: Uh, was the street fight. Then that was the um rampage, the Christmas, excuse me, rampage, right? Yeah, it was just just brutal. They pulled out every trick in the book. Or New Year's Eve rampage. New Year's Eve rampage. Yeah, New Year's Eve rampage. rampage. Because they had a special Christmas. Was it a special? Might have been. Yes, might have been. The Christmas thing was Cody. CWC Championship. right they had Co- cody win the title on christmas rampage on saturday christmas day and then the following Friday. The new
4: year's
0: they did yeah, the new year's, new year's one. Z, sorry um oof. where do things where do things stand with mjf and cm punk uh cm punk came
4: out on wednesday and cut a promo saying that he was sort of done with cm punk and that he was over the feud <laughs> kind of mjf did this or mjf did or this? cm punk said that CM Punk did this. And oh, then he's like he one of his baby face. He's so happy to see Jim Ross back. And he's so, you know, he's so happy to be at Daly's place. He had never been there before. And oh what a you know, we we should be so thankful that he's he's at Daly's place.
0: Maybe maybe, CM Punk maybe for it's
4: being at Daly's place.
0: Maybe it's maybe <laughs> maybe maybe Punk will end up he's gonna end up going this, you know, Cody Rhodes route where it's like he is a heel, but it's like they actually organically make you hate the person.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's like I he's mean, got a taller hill to climb than Cody Rhodes, though. If he does
0: because he starts out as the most beloved. You know,
5: this was a full baby promo, though.
4: There wasn't like any heelish nature to it.
5: No, no, no.
0: So, but that's the thing. I mean, yeah, the the that the, the, the whole CM Punk. It's so bad. I gotta be honest. Like the whole I we ta- I talked about
4: this two weeks ago when I was on. The way that they are booking this guy is just CM Punk. You're on seg six. Go out and say whatever the hell you want. I know. <laughs> and he's just he's telling his own narrative and his own story, and it's just not it's not working. When are we going to admit this to ourselves? It's not working at all. But th- Does anyone disagree with this? I want to hear from people that that may or may not. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: Let it. us know if you love the CM Punk booking. Maybe there are people out there that do. I, we we all three of us agree. It to me, it's just not. Even even with MJF, like you have an opportunity for him to be the cheered good guy here, but he's still doing it in this way. That's so nothing like he's just like it's nothing. He right now, his new nickname is CM Rapunk. No, he is Rapunk. Rapunk. He's Rapunk. (laughs) Rapunk. Let's jump into day one. Um, I found out during the day. Uh, it was actually very funny. When, when R- I, the, the, the,
5: I'm sorry, I'm still over punk. When I when I found
0: out, you're like a punk. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like a
5: punk guy. I do. I am the
0: biggest repunk guy, you know. Um, <laughs> I I have to tell you when I found out that Roman had been popped for COVID. I was in a state of shock. I really was considering it's so not shocking these days when anyone has COVID, everyone has COVID. It's not a big deal in theory. I was, I was like, this moment where it felt like that was such a big deal. The Roman Brock match. I I was floored by it. And I have to say, this isn't my review of the pay of the pay-per-view overall, but I do think they did a damn good job taking a terrible situation and turning it into something that, A, you could be excited to see, which was the Fatal Five way. And then, in the end, I think they picked the right result. They they actually shook things up. It may have not been done for the right reasons. It may have been like, oh, my God, we're in a bind. What are we going to do? Ah, 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 give the title to Brock. But in the end, guys, I believe we're in a better place right now in WWE than we were a week ago. I think yeah. this is more interesting right now. Yep. It's all of and- a sudden becoming an... In- I, I'm, I'm literally
4: doing a full 180 and saying that WWE is is can't miss TV right now the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns and title picture right now is all of a sudden interesting the Bobby Royal Rumble match with Brock is a big deal okay I will say though I MVP and Blashley versus Brock and you just call him Blashley Blashley (laughs) yeah what you said Blashley (laughs) you did oh I, I, bent, I meant Lashley.
5: <laughs> I mean it well, still but, works.
0: And by it's the way, it doesn't, it doesn't. You don't have to feel bad. It doesn't have to mean b- black Lashley. It could just mean Bobby. Lashley. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Obviously, that's
4: not what I meant. But Lashley <laughs> and MVP versus Brock <laughs> and Heyman is a real situation. That's a situation. Yeah. There's something no, no, going no.
0: on. How, how about the, this? How, how about this? You want to? You want? We want my hot. You want my hot take line of the week? You guys ready for it? Here, I'll zoom. In. I don't. I'll, I don't.
5: I don't know if I'm ready for it.
0: I'll zoom in. I'll zoom in. I'll zoom in in this match, in the corners of Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, you have the absolute best Mike Man in pro wrestling and Paul Heyman. Wow. Yeah? No, yeah. How, what are your thoughts? Number one, MVP, the guy. No one better with a microphone than that guy. And, and I, I, I will tell you, I was a little lost on Monday with what Brock and Paul were talking
4: about. It, it was bizarre. It cool, was the what?
0: strangest promo
4: I've ever seen. You know what happened?
0: You know what happened? I what? think Tony, Tony Khan called Paul Heyman and said, just go out there and do what you want.
4: Yeah. I think, <laughs> by the way, that's I sad. think that that's my, that might've been what happened. Yeah. Because, it, you know, we, we missed the whole Brock. We missed the whole Heyman groveling for Brock back. We missed the whole, they, they skipped over an entire opportunity to show Heyman and Brock sort of coming back together and just like, you know, put
0: it out there on Monday. That whole segment. Now that you said that, that whole segment, it should have been the first music. I thought when they went black for 10 seconds, I kept waiting for Lesnar's sound to hit. And then in the end, it felt very disappointing when it was Paul Heyman talking,
5: right? That was his ECW thing though, right? The cold open with the dark. I, I liked, I liked it. I, liked no, it. <laughs> I I thought the pop would have been yeah!
0: I thought that was the moment you were waiting for. It would have been a baby face pop for that music. And by the way, it seems like they're trying to make him a baby face. So you might as well have done that. I, I think he is a baby, baby face. Boy, 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 though I don't
5: baby. I don't think they're trying. I think he is a baby face. I mean, uh, OK, well, I would use the word,
0: one. I would use the word trying just because I did, again, I didn't really understand what was happening in the, in the promo. But when he, imagine how much better this segment would have been if instead of it being whatever it was putting over everybody else talking about how great and respected they are. What if it was Le- Lesnar came out and started talking for a few seconds and then Heyman interrupted and walked down the aisle begging and pleading. Right. God was that gets well, on his knees in the ring and the promo
5: ends with them hugging and being back together. That would have been mage. I think, I think though, I think it was implied that they were back together when, Paul, when Brock Lesnar kept saying, you know, my like Brock claimed Paul Heyman throughout this whole thing, even when he was feuding with with uh, Roman, like he's been Brock's advocate. And those are the words coming out of Brock's mouth this whole time. So, you know, this- the, beat, the beat of storytelling that we do miss from Roman not being there is who Paul Heyman would have chosen in the end. And I like to think that it was Roman, but because they didn't have Roman, they just skipped over that. And now now he is, but that would have been such entertaining television. Why skip over it? I know because Brock because Brock never rejected him though. So who, what does he have to beg for? if Brock has been oh, that's like, true. I hear you saying this I, whole time.
0: I hear what you are saying. So fine, even if you are, let's let, let, that's a very good point. And let's say he doesn't need to beg. Couldn't there have still been a moment in the ring of like they make the crowd not sure, and then they have the hug or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they that, have that's that. the thing that should have
5: happened. Here is the thing: it was meandering. It was or, me or they should have done it last night. They should have had Paul Heyman there last night. Like, like you, look you Rome, at, not last night, at day one. At, or at, at day, day one. one. The day before. Like, you know, Roman's not leading, here. This is leading to so a let's back turn together.
4: For sure. You know that's what's about to happen. He's coming Who's back. Who's the
5: second from? person turning? Who's turning? What's the double?
4: With Bobby Roman turns Roman. I think Roman uh Roman turns face and B- Brock turns heel.
0: Again, and then, they, and, then they, and then they and then they unify at Mania?
4: And then Roman wins at Mania and he's the big baby face at Mania with two belts.
5: I don't think they need, I don't think they need to do that. I think that's what's going to happen. I think, I think he, I think there's a lot more left for heel Roman to do. I hope
4: so. I'm not saying that's the right thing to do SGG. I think it's a terrible mistake to let heel Roman, which is the best thing going in wrestling right now go, but you know, they love to rush things. You know, they love to do, do things that don't make any sense. And so, you will see in the lead up to Mania, uh, hints of a double turn and things like that. And you, I just think that's what's going to happen.
5: I don't know, man. I think I think heel Roman definitely has some more baby faces that he can make. And baby face Brock and Bobby Lashley. Because, I mean, again, with Brock being a baby face, who do you throw at him re- really, right?
4: I don't know. Lashley's got, a placeholder for Roman.
5: Lashley. You got going. Lashley. You got Seth. Who who has beat him before twice as a babyface? Uh, but I, I now really a hope new that, dynamic to that I don't I think really they are ready is. to put Seth Rollins back in the in the title. I mean, you got he's got in
4: the K L.
0: Picture a Jace. He's a minus. Well, well, hold on, hold on. I, you just said something quickly. Though I really, I really hope that Lashley. I don't know that I think Lashley's placeholder. I don't think so I, either. I,
4: I hope I, not. I would love like to see Lashley over Brock
0: because they were st- I'm not saying he goes over Brock,
5: but they, they, they have were, a
0: feud. They were heating him up. Before
4: this happened, it's the feud everyone wants to see in wrestling. Brock Bobby, they were
5: heating him up before this happened. They were heating
0: him up before this, so this could. I hope so. By the way, this could end up Roman Brock Bobby as a super main event at WrestleMania, and I I say this too.
5: Bobby is the one guy who you drop into that main event, and it's like. I really don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's taking the pin. I don't know who dominates who. And it, this is the same thing with Brock as a baby face. Who do you put him up against that can make him sympathetic, that he looks realistic bumping for, <laughs> besides Bobby? Nobody. And that's why when Bobby was putting the beats on him at day one, it, it felt like it felt like that clash because Bobby can stand toe-to-toe with him.
4: I think that if the crowd reacts in a, in a way... That WWE views as money to Brock and Bobby. I think Bobby will be added. If it if it seemingly goes nowhere, then I don't think that happens. I think they're gonna. I think I don't think they've decided yet what the main event is. In my opinion, Um, I think most people assume it's a unification match or it's title versus title. But I don't think they've they've a hundred. I I see it. I'm but I'm not a hundred percent sure that they've marked it down in
5: pen. Will networks even let them unify? Because, I mean, you got to think, too. There is big money in the triple threat, Brock, Bobby, and and, uh, Roman. But there also is, you know, big money in splitting those titles up and having maybe Brock and somebody be a mega match on one night and then Roman and somebody else be a mega match on another night. It's just about who you get into that fourth position. Um,
4: I'll tell you right now, it'd be awesome to see a... Uh, it'd be awesome to see Bobby win that triple threat and stand there with both belts at the end of WrestleMania. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, it would. It, it would be. be.
4: It would say a lot. I would be I, down with that.
0: I got to tell you, I I think, I think Vince McMahon would want that. I, I think he, if Vince McMahon could choose, I I think the number one choice would be Roman probably because it always is. But I think between Brock and Bobby, he'd rather have Bobby only because Brock costs him more. Exactly.
5: <laughs> and we, right. getting full time, we basically have full-time Brock right now, too. He was at day one. He was at Raw. He's going to be on Raw next week. He's in SmackDown on Friday. Like, this, I don't know how much. <laughs> I don't know how giving, much it's costing him. The,
4: they're giving him the direction <laughs> to smile a lot. You can tell, right? They're like, go out there and smile.
5: I I saw, been, I, but see, that's I, the sh- thing, though. I don't know who the real Brock is now. Just watching him have so much fun with the crowd and, like, he was posing for selfies afterwards. It's like... Was he this dude that was always mean mugging for the past however long, or is he this dude that just like wants to chill and like can laugh and joke? I I I think he might be a great guy. I think so too. I think he might. No, no. I
0: think I think he might be. I think Brock might be a great guy. I think that he is
4: the ultimate heel, and I think you are going to see a double turn in the in the in the lead up to WrestleMania. I think it's. I think I think it's the time. I think it's time. I think it's. I don't think it's time, but I think they think it's time.
2: This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents
1: Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet
0: soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to
4: plate.
1: Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast.
5: I have a question for you guys. Okay. Is Brock a top 10 wrestler of all time?
4: Mm-hmm. Are we getting into tears of mage? We still haven't done it.
5: He not for me, but he's 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 uh, like he's if great. if somebody said Brock is on my Mount Rushmore, do you immediately think what is wrong with this person? Or do they no, need to sit down no, and explain I, this? Or like I don't I it? don't
0: think I don't think what's wrong with them because he has such a unique physical presence in the ring that if you love what he does, he does what he does better than anyone ever. Okay. So if you're if you're into that real feeling dominance. I can see thinking he's the best ever.
4: I'm an, I'll just tease right now for the when we eventually do the Tears of Mage
0: episode. I have him in tier four. What? Yeah. No, no that's not, but that's
5: probably where I would end up having him. As he 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 fluctuates for me though, like because in his early in his early days, like he could wrestle though, like he was a mat wrestler, like he could wrestle, and now he's just like this super dominant force. But just the way he's been presented, I mean. Well, I I don't don't CG,
4: let's 16th or 17th best wrestler ever
5: that's fair I, that, uh, that's what i think too okay think so. but th- I mean, 17, that's, that's right, 17 17 right, doesn't sound like tier four to me 17 it's is not like it's not two, ranked three. it's just
4: ranked by tier but i have him in tier four and there's like above tier four there's about 17 people
5: okay
0: but remember SGG did sg did say this last week as much as the mitch <laughs> and have those, you ever, did those you watch two, this <laughs> did you watch this match between
5: as as the mitch
0: as in the midge
4: (laughs) can we we, i I have to go in a few minutes can we do royal rumble predictions real quick
0: uh yeah yeah i mean because that's the main piece to talk about frankly from day one that was really it was an it was a fun show i thought a solid show but that was really the main thing you come away talking about is where do we go the next pay-per-view is just three and a half weeks away from st louis missouri by the way is it in the baseball stadium I believe it I is. Think so. What's gonna be? Made? I
4: think I, is, have,
5: I think I, it's mage.
4: I have a list of six people and then two um, surprise people potentially that could win. I know they're not going to. I have six. I have six potential and two. Eh. I didn't. Who, who are you? Who are your six potential? The six. Here's the six potential. Okay. Okay. These are the only people I think that make yeah,
5: any sense. three men and three women, or is this is all is like six. Are these men. just men? Men's side. No, I I have, I have, I have women too.
0: Okay.
4: Okay. Um, I think the only two people in my opinion that make complete sense are Big E and Drew McIntyre. Oh,
5: (laughs) you mean it's not? As much as the midge?
0: Okay. (laughs) Big E and Drew McIntyre.
4: Those are my two picks. It's going to be one of them. And I think it's probably going to be Drew McIntyre. I'd like to see it be Big E. Big E winning the Rumble would be a big pop for me.
0: Yeah, I I that's an I like the idea of Big E as well. Yeah, Big E um, is my pick. Big is e your pick too.
4: or Drew? I think the only other the only other four people that make any sense whatsoever on the men's side Edge, who won last year, as much as the Midge. Mm-hmm. You have KO, <laughs> Randy Orton, and Seth Rollins.
5: <laughs> I love how Dip waited for a drop after KO. <laughs> there wasn't no, one. Yeah, no, there was no drop for that. And then the two. I Shockers
4: would be Goldberg.
0: <laughs> oh.
5: I, well, let me tell you. Hey, yeah. Not <laughs> Listen, in pass, do not put it past You know them. what? Go Gold-
1: past
5: okay. They've been sitting on that Goldberg versus Roman Reigns match, They're sitting too. They've want- sitting and sitting. <laughs> they and want sitting. to do. And Goldberg said he had one more match in them in a recent interview.
4: Goldberg's oh. winning the Royal Rumble a thousand <laughs> Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. It's went. <laughs> We've now gone. We've now gone from it being a possibility to a
4: thousand percent.
0: Okay. And then the last one's Austin theory who, who will probably
4: just get, who's already in the Royal Rumble. He's the first person to answer the Rumble, but he'll probably just get uh, some
0: interesting spot. He, but he's not in the head of Johnny Knoxville, is he?
4: No. Is there anyone else that makes sense on the men's side? No.
5: Go through. I like, it. I like Biggie. Biggie's my pick. <laughs> Goldberg just threw me for a loop because it is something that could happen, and that's the they, whole point of the Royal Rumble. I don't know how many f-
4: matches in the contract they have left with Goldberg, but I could see Goldberg. I could see Goldberg Roman Reigns at Mania. I can smell it a mile away. They listen. Gold- they
5: they tried to do it. You smell for this for the same exact you championship a few years ago. I these I can smell. I'm smelling.
4: You're smelling. I'm smelling a whiff of Goldberg Roman Reigns <laughs> right now. It's emanating through my nostrils. What are your thoughts?
5: Listen, they want to do it. We know they want to do it. They've they've advertised it. Bobby Brock. Bobby Brock. Goldberg Roman. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: Wait, wait, wait. wait. (laughs) Bobby Brock. Yep. Goldberg Roman. WrestleMania.
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or no. Bobby Brock drew triple threat. But then the big main event. Is Roman and Goldberg?
0: Our only prayer can be is that they keep Brock and Bobby away from Goldberg and Drew. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hmm? You let them be.
5: Yeah. On the women's side, I do think the Goldberg thing might happen,
4: (laughs) scarily. On the women's side, I think it's either going to be Charlotte. If if that is any, if that could happen or Bianca Belair, I had B, I have Bianca Belair um, down um, as uh, the person I probably makes the most sense in who I'd like to see win. And um, I, you know, I, I think the, the, the dark horse could be Alexa bliss. She's uh, back next week. Who's back next week. And, you know, uh, oh, by the way,
0: and by the way, also very important to note, She's a great
4: guy. She oh, she's a she's a, a great guy. She's due for a push. They're gonna hopefully repackage her. Although the, you never know, they could they could keep her in that same.
0: They could she keep has her to in the same wait, wait, she has she has to come back as just as 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 Alexa Bliss. She right? has,
4: you know what her you know what her character should be when she comes back,
0: Alexa Bliss, great guy. <laughs> that would be wouldn't that be Mage if they announced <laughs> yep. her that way?
4: By oh, God, she's back and she's a great guy. So I would say I would say Bianca or Alexa Bliss.
5: Yeah, Bianca's my pick too. I, I like Big E and Bianca for for these rumbles. I don't know. <sighs> Bianca
0: makes a lot of sense because she is the perfect person to win a second straight. It would be second straight, right? Yes, it would. It was last year. She's the perfect kind of person to have two straight royal rumbles. Perfect. Um it, it's it's Becky's title reign is underwhelming. Um she her calling her out immediately, like it just would make a lot of sense. I don't I don't think it's working as is. Um for Becky or for Bianca? For well really for either, but for Becky. I don't think Becky's title reign has been great. Um No, agreed. They should have allowed her to have a story with Bianca that made sense instead. By the way, again, another example of we're winning the title doesn't do anyone any favors.
5: Yeah, it it did Bianca some favors, though, because, I mean, honestly, it proved that because because in a lot of cases you go with the title making the person and then, you know, this person is good because they have a championship. They got her as far away as they could from the championship. And it showed that Bianca was talented and mage and a made woman on her own and that she could transfer that to people on her own because I feel like she did elevate drop, not just for the KOD, but like up the card and making her a serious competitor. So I think get, getting the title off of Bianca actually helped her out a lot more than I thought it would um, when we recorded that cheap heat after SummerSlam and I was brokenhearted.
4: I think you're going to see Asuka and Lacey Evans be the surprise entrance on the women's side. We haven't Listen, seen- they're going to be more than that. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, we haven't seen Lacey Evans since she left for maternity leave. I think I think she might be due back. I I think I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, is that and happening? Asuka, I forgot. About we him. haven't seen in a very long time.
0: And By the way, at this point, it would make no sense to bring Oscar back until the Rumble. That'll get me so mad if they announce her like the week before. They yeah. might. I know they might. But like, this <laughs> is one of those times. If you haven't seen anyone now for months, wait until the Rumble. I think they should have done with we'll Alexa the too. They
5: shouldn't have announced her either ahead of time. What Say surprises?
0: I have to go in a second,
4: but what surprises on the men's side do you think we'll be getting?
5: Goldberg was a good one. I mean, that's Goldberg. the other thing too. What, what legends from what eras can they pluck from at this point? There aren't, there aren't many.
4: There no, le- I mean, forget the legends. I mean, is there anyone we haven't seen in a while? I do, do they, do they put Braun breaker new NXT champion in the rumble? I
0: see,
4: think so. Yeah.
5: How was Braun Breaker's uh, title win last night? Oh, that was a dope match. It really was. I liked I liked it from beginning to end. His there's something entrance, going on with His Braun entrance Breaker. too was <laughs> his entrance was dope. There's something
4: going on. Uh, well, there's clearly something going on. There's something champion. I think there's something going on plus.
0: <laughs> something you think something going on plus? I think something going on a plus. 2.0. Wow. <laughs> wow. Something going on a plus? Something going on a plus. Uh anybody watch the um New Japan over the uh weekend. No, I have not. No. no. I have wow. No. And, and you And they're on say- what, day
5: three now? Which <laughs> this is crazy what? too because I like I don't follow New Japan as closely as I follow the other promotions. But I try to tap in around certain certain things, like the G one I try to watch a little bit and then Wrestle Kingdom, but I haven't I haven't cared at all. Come on, SGG. You're supposed to be
0: you're supposed to be the wrestling guy.
5: Yeah, no, they I I haven't cared at all about what what's been happening in New Japan. New Japan? New Japan. Now, I do want to
0: say dip before you go. Dipper Lago. That the the party room at Dipper Lago, SGG is it's it's borderline too much. I don't even know what to do with it. It's it's, it's too much. It's, <laughs> he SGG, he has a room that has an entire bar. And television at the bar, so he has a he has a separate sports bar in the room. Yeah, the sports bar
4: of the center. And by the way, it's only
5: just begun. Yeah, it's, it's all. It's, I love. I love how Dip went from the guy who doesn't drink that much to like fully fully stocked sports bar over the course you know of what? the pandemic.
0: You know what, speaking, speaking speak of the devil, first of all, I don't know who told you he doesn't drink that much, but second of all... Well, didn't uh, we
5: say this at one point, that like he doesn't, like he has bottles, but he doesn't touch them of alcohol at his Oh, yeah, he,
0: that, that's true. Well, now he has a full bar to keep stocked. Hey, hey Natalie, you there?
1: Yeah.
0: Natalie, I just wanted to say, um, we're, we're doing cheap heat right now.
1: Okay.
0: Did you want to give any opinions on um, Dipper Lago?
1: Wow. <laughs> what can I say? What can you say? All I know is I need to go back. I feel like I haven't spent enough time there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was probably the best part of our whole vacation, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. What about that couch? that white couch?
0: Oh, my God. The couch. Yeah, no. it's the couch. The couch. Yeah. What do you think about the the sports bar?
1: Oh, my God. The sports bar. Are you kidding me? I know. Mm-hmm. All the beverages I want right there in the refrigerator. It has a little mini fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he even has those. He even has those candy jars. Did you see the candy? Oh, jars? Oh yeah,
0: under the bar, he's got candy jars. Yep, sure does.
1: <laughs> what a time! Imagine. What a time!
0: Now, did you did you notice if he happened to have any international delight in his fridge?
1: <clears throat> he did. Yeah. Yes, he did.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm sipping sure. on it as we speak. Oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> it was delicious. I had some too.
0: All right, honey, thank you. I'll call you right back. All right, bye. My
4: grandmother in Florida this week had three different flavors of international delight. In oh, her so that, that, that's
5: a record. That's gen- so the international
4: delight love is generational. She has a sports bar in her house only with international delight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so this is a very important thing for Evan to know though. <laughs> dip, dip, I realize. I I called him out for it and he 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 said I was exactly right. So don't let him fool you now. Dipperstein has the ultimate gimmick SGG on how to seem richer than you are. I I I, 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 can we share I think we should be able to share this with our friends. I
5: feel like I I I need this. I feel like I need this.
0: Cheryl dips behind the bar. Okay. You know, and by the way, Dip, Dip made this bar. It's not like, you know, some crazy elaborate thing. He had it made. It's made of wood. But it's just when you're there, you're like, oh my God, there's a bar in his house. But it's really, it's a simply put together thing. It has a TV in the middle. And you're like, kind of overwhelmed. Really, it's, the, it's really the beautifully set up booze selection that makes it look so impressive. <laughs> but then the trick to make, here's the number one trick to make yourself seem rich. He has a mini fridge with the clear front it, SGG, you know, you the know clear what? door. And inside, it's just filled with soft drinks and juices, but like organized perfectly, you know, like one row of this kind, one <laughs> row of that kind, one. It it makes you think like you're at LeBron James's house. Like that's the only person who would have this would be LeBron James <laughs> and Dipperstein. That who has all these sodas, you know, and the difference and the difference is, of course, in LeBron James house. He has, you know, someone named delicious who goes out and, and fills the whole thing. Yeah. In Dipperstein's case, he's his own delicious. But either way, <laughs> the result is the same. Delicious, a a delicious thing. Yeah, delicious Dipperstein. With a fridge filled of every fuck cocktail. You want Coke? You want Diet Coke? Ginger ale? Blah 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 blah. Tonic? You want tonic? There's tonic. To- oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I was God. drinking tonic up a storm. There's there's Pamplemousse. You can get loose off the Pamplemousse. Can
4: I
5: La- can I? What, what is before- Pamplemousse? Yeah, what is well, Pamplemousse?
0: Can I say something about Lacroix? Uh, it's been it's been three or four maybe five years since Dip introduced me to Lacroix on a trip to Los Angeles many years ago, <laughs> and so I've had Lacroix now a, a million times in a million situations, and and I just want to say, there has not been one time ever, when I have cracked open that can, taken a sip, and not felt the exact same level of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> with the, key the one? The underwhelming, flavorless, <laughs> nothing of the moment.
4: are you out of your? Mu- I'm key, the key lime and dip watermelon. I'm personally offended. I can't believe you're saying this. I'm, 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 I'm disgusted. What are you, spin drift guy? Are you a spin? Let me let me let me.
0: I'm sensing spin drift guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had spin drift once or twice. I'm any of the calorie, no calorie, sugarless. It's water with a hint of flavor. Let me tell you something. I need a few more hints. LaCroix is, getting... <laughs> is more than, than a hint. It's, no, it's a not. Flavor of, of the flavor oh of the beverage. Oh my god. No, it's no, dip. You know what you, you sound think like? It, I, I'm not there's way more than hint. You sound like a vegetarian. <laughs> you sound like a vegetarian who hasn't had real meat in a long time. So She's you're like, like, no, this is flavor. That it's not flavorful. It's water with a it's it's like the beep, one little drop of a... Uh, SGG, I'm where do you try, land on this?
5: I, I haven't had LaCroix. I've You've I've never, never had LaCroix. LaCroix. I've never had a LaCroix. Do you live on Earth? I've never had it. You'll have, every, let me tell you something. You're going to come to Dipper
4: Lago on Friday. There's thousands and thousands of cans of different flavors of LaCroix. I'm going to line them. them up. You're going to sample them. We're going to talk about it next week on The Bug. <laughs>
0: Perfect. That's it. Perfect. We're going to have the LaCroix challenge. I can't wait. It's like the <laughs> hot dog chicken showdown. I mean, <laughs> All right, Dip. So long. He's a great guy. Wow. I can't believe. I, I just every time I sip it, I go, okay. It's like it's like fresca minus.
5: Is it like a like a pellegrino? Where does it land on the on
0: the Well, yeah, yeah. It's 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 they're just seltzer with a little flavor. I just people acted (coughs) excuse me. God bless you. People acted as if when LaCroix came out. Oh yeah, it was like, oh man, no, no, no. Have you had the LaCroix though? It's like they came out with like flavorless I mean, um, sugarless perfect coke. You know, like it's not. It's it's water
1: Visit JiffyLube.com.
0: Okay, SGG, I feel we should uh get to our
5: guest. Yes, time uh, to bring j- him in.
0: He just popped in. Let's bring him on now. Um l- let me bring on Andreas Hale. He is an incredibly uh talented, uh interesting gentleman. You can follow him on Twitter at Andreas Hale. He writes for sporting news. As I said earlier, produced the, our heroes rock or is producing that, uh, incredible project with Big E covers MMA, uh, does an MMA boxing wrestling podcast. He does a lot. And uh, this week he weighed in on the Tony Khan situation. Um, as SGG was also, you guys were kind of tweeting back and forth momentarily on this subject. So I thought it'd be a good idea to have Andreas on, um, so, Andreas, that was a—that was my long way of saying, welcome to Cheap Heat, buddy.
3: <laughs> Thank you for having me, man. I've been listening to you guys for a while, so. Yeah, I tell Greg this all the time. It's about damn time I didn't showed up here to have something.
0: To talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it, is. it is. Hey, listen, racial controversies leads to lead to long term relationships on this show. Um, SGG got tossed in that day when he was just that guy, and then all of a sudden Hulk Hogan turned the world on its head, and SGG became a co host that day. So uh, you never know. You may become the fourth <laughs> member of Cheap Heat today. Uh, we don't know. Um, well SGG? So let's start with you i saw I saw what you tweeted. I don't know if you you feel the same way now that you felt when you tweeted, but why don't you take us through what your view was of things? And then, Andreas, well, I'd love to get your take
5: so as far as what Big Swall actually said, i I feel like I agree with her. And I agreed with I agreed with her when she said it. And it sort of validated some of the things that I felt that aew has in terms of black representation, they've been missing the mark. Sort of consistently, they're getting better in these last few months, but they've been consistently missing the mark for me in terms of you have talent that could be built up to a certain level, but they seem to hit a ceiling. Or you have talent that, you know, is kept off of dynamite for for reasons that I don't know. And it could be that their audience is responding better to different people. I just don't know. But I felt like like a guy like Will Hobbs could have been built up to sort of a main event level or, or at least not a title holder, but towards the top of the card, or that they could feature more Black talent on Dynamite. And I feel like when Big Swole's comments spoke to that specific conversation for me, that the Black representation in AEW is lacking, but it shouldn't be because they have the talent. And then, you know, Tony Khan's response sort of changed the conversation from Black representation to diversity in general. And you know, while I agree with Big Swall, at the same time, it's hard to disagree with Tony Khan, too, in terms of the diversity in AEW. When you look at their roster, it is a diverse roster. They have the talent. And then if you want to get into how they're featuring the talent, that's a, a, a third separate conversation. But in terms of just diversity and representation within his company, you look up and down the roster at the executives and everything, and he, Tony Khan is also right.
0: Um. That sounds. Have you amended your take at all? or You just didn't give that much information on Twitter, because well, it didn't
5: seem like you said all that on Twitter. Well, no. Tony Khan is having a different conversation, but Tony Khan's response to Big Swole, which is a, which is a fourth conversation, I thought presented him in the light of entitled, and I was more harsh, but he, I'm, we're going to bleep out the words. So he's entitled. You can fill in the blank with whatever you want right there. Um, and that was wrong. Like his response was just. Wrong. It it shifted the conversation. It took a personal attack at Big Swall. It didn't address any of her concerns, and the way he responded was just wrong. So, my response was more towards on Twitter was more towards Tony Khan's response, which was just like big headed and douche pig headed, douchey, whatever you want to call it. But like, it was just wrong, and I, I can't imagine that the the head of an any other organization. Not named Trump would have responded the same way. It was just, it was wrong to me. Let me um th- let me
0: just read the 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 tweet um from Tony. Uh it's it's the Fightful fight post was Big Swole explains how lack of diversity and structure led to her leaving. Tony retweeted that and added the comment the top two AEW execs are Brown, me and Mega, Jade, Bowens, Castor, Dante, Nyla, um, Isaiah. Mark Quinn, who's that? Private Party. Um, oh, 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 the other guy, Private Party? Yeah. yeah. All won on TV this month. Um, the TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. Hashtag AEW Rampage, Street Fight Tonight. <laughs> Which that I have to admit, that was very Trumpian <laughs> to turn it into a, a, a promo, there's no doubt. Um, Andreas, what was your take from, uh, from, from Tony's uh, messaging there?
3: Uh, well, the first thing is if he stopped after everything he said about diversity, I'd have been fine with the tweet. I'd have been totally fine with it. When he brought Brit Big Swole in the conversation and why her contract was allowed to expire and then promo his show is where it yep. became problematic because it mm-hmm. buried the lead. Everything that he said was completely negated because Twitter's a cesspool of negativity. So the first thing mm-hmm. people are going to look for is something salacious. They sank their teeth right into the Swole conversation and just forgot about everything else. That's Tony's fault. If he would have addressed Swole in a separate tweet or in some other conversation, if he was asked in an interview about Swole's contract, he would have said what he said, would have been totally fine. People don't get their contracts renewed all the time. People get Mm -hmm. released all the time. What the WWE doesn't do and other promotions don't do is tell you why. Because usually it's like, if if I have a a football team and a player's just not working out, I released him because he didn't fit what we had. Now, the moment that you say that, people are going to run off with whatever it is, right? People are going to say, well, it was, it was culture, it was whatever it was. But pro wrestling is different. Pro wrestling is personal for a lot of people. And as soon as he said her wrestling wasn't good enough, which is subjective, that became a point of contention, and it buried everything that Tony was trying to say. So that, that's the first part. The second mm. part is he's right about diversity. The company is diverse in terms of what diversity is. Now, if you want to argue that uh, you don't have a black male in singles competition in a title picture, that's a different conversation, although very true. And I'm fine with that conversation. But I think we kind of are compounding diversity and black representation into two mm. things. And they're not the same thing. For instance, the AEW women's picture, the, the champion has been held by two Asian women in Nile Rose, who is a uh, dark-skinned trans woman. That's diversity. Mm-hmm. Right, and and Jade Cargo (laughs) is getting a monster push as a black woman. That's Mm -hmm. diversity. The problem is, is that the title picture, I believe, there's only been four champions at this point: Moxley, Page, Omega, Jericho, all white men, and there hasn't been a black man to compete with them. And I can see where people will say that's a problem, and I'm here for it. But let's not say that the company's not diverse.
0: Right now, right now, you have white listeners' heads exploding. Wait, hold! Diversity and black representation—it's—it's ah! it's too much for our our twenty twenty one brains to comprehend. But it's really quite easy when you think about it, and it makes sense as to why people do feel the way they feel. Because honestly, what most of this ends up being about, seemingly, is people wanting to see at least like big swoll statement that you made, Sug, and her daughters, you know, not feeling sort of welcomed on AEW, is that people want to see themselves on TV. Right. So while the diversity conversation is important, yeah, I could see what you mean, Andreas, that it might not make everyone feel good, because yeah, it's great that there's diversity, but that doesn't mean they're seeing people who look like themselves on television, or at least in important an important spot in television. Let me ask you this, because I think this is fundamentally where me and SGG have argued quite a bit. I have no idea how you see it. I agree that they have not been maybe as, exactly what they represented themselves to be however, before they started. However, I do think they've made pretty strong attempts to be a diverse company. I do think they've tried to do the right thing so far in the limited time that they've uh, existed. Um, how do you view the job that they're doing so far in trying to be a, quote, different wrestling company that's doing things in a better, more uh, diverse way than other companies have in the past?
3: I think they're doing good. They could do better. Right. And I think that's nobody's perfect. Right. Like and we'll talk about the other promotions in a second. But I think they have done a good job of trying to inject more people of color into the company. I think the challenge is truly at the top of AEW are arguably some of the greatest wrestlers in any promotion. When you only have four champions, Moxley, Jericho, Omega, and now Page, and you don't have, and I want to be very clear about this, you don't have a guy like Keith Lee, who you can immediately throw into a title picture, people go, that makes sense. You have to build somebody, and that makes it pretty difficult. So if Scorpio Sky went over on Hangman Page tomorrow, and people like, that's representation, I'd be like, dude, that's bad storytelling, because I ain't buying (laughs) it. Right, right, right. So it kind of goes hand in hand. But at the same time, you have to build somebody, whether that's Ricky Starks, whether that's Dante Martin, who's had a lot of television time lately, whether that's uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Right. Who we can all agree is a great talent. But I wouldn't say that he's on the same level as, uh, as an Omega right now or a Hangman Page. Now we have the TNT title. Totally different picture. Cody does not need that title right now. There is a better way to start putting in people of color and other wrestlers who need that shine and make it like the IC title, what it used to be, the workhorse title. And we can see a Ricky Starks or a Dante Martin because you, you have Jungle Boy in that picture. You, got, you have guys like – there's a lot of guys you can put in that picture. That's the mistake that they're having. Is they haven't built anybody for that particular title. But up to this point, I think they've been done a pretty solid job. It's just it's not perfect. And I pe- think people are looking and comparing immediately to what WWE has. And going to AEW is like, well, they have Big E and Bianca Belair. AEW doesn't have a Big E or a Bianca Belair or Kofi Kingston or Xavier Woods yet. I think they're going to get there. And a lot of people get tired of saying give it time, but I think you kind of do have to give a little bit of time. I mean,
0: guess what else AEW doesn't have? They don't have a minor league system that's been in place for years and years that developed both Big E and Bianca Belair. Exactly. So, I mean, listen, here's one thing I think all three of us agree on, though. Tony Khan's got to stop. Like the, his his um, uh, here's here's I guess where I the the one thing I disagree with you on maybe Sug and maybe not just you, but like the overall tone that I noticed is that to the point Andreas made about Twitter just being a cesspool in general, so people are going to see the worst part and negate everything else because Khan's statement was so stupid and ill-advised, people then turn that into see the place sucks, they're not diverse, he sucks, he's a bad guy. And I see it as, I don't know if he sucks or he's a bad guy as a person. Obviously I have so, I don't know him at all and he's brand new to our lives collectively. But I do like what the company's done for the most part. What I think he needs to stop doing is injecting himself in this way as a personality. I just don't think he has the chops for it from an entertainment standpoint
5: and maybe from just a good decision live mic, live keyboard standpoint. So I just have to say too, with with Tony Khan's comments the, the part that ruffled a lot of people's feathers was him attacking Big Swole's wrestling, right? Because here's a guy who just a few months ago when she was injured and he was hoping to reintroduce her to the roster, told everybody she was a great wrestler and she's coming along very well. And I'm excited to see for her to show people what she can do and this and that. And now that she's gone and she's critical of the company, her wrestling wasn't great and we don't need her.
0: Well, that's the most Trumpian thing of all time. I mean, that's
5: literally out of his handbook. Right. And the other thing too is is when, when he shifted the conversation from... Diver- Big Swole's talking about Black representation and he switched the conversation from that to diversity in general and to his company just being generally diverse. I think that took away from the conversation that Big Swole was hoping to have about Black Fair. representation and... That Did she
0: use the words black representation? Like, was that something she was specific on and not diversity?
5: She was specific about... She she said lack of diversity, but then when she honed in on her comments, she mentioned, you know, that representation in AEW is not real representation, or at least that's how black fans see it. And then okay. at that point, you got to connect the dots and know that she's talking about black representation. And then she went into her daughter, you know, watching WWE more because she sees Big E and Bianca Belair. And so it's like she's talking about Black representation and then suddenly the comment comes becomes about diversity in general. It's two different conversations and it sort of quashed the conversation that she was trying to have while also, like Andrea said, social media being a cesspool, it, it sent a lot of racial hate and negativity towards a Black woman who's speaking up about Black representation. It's just like... It's it's a whirlwind of of all these things coming together in in the worst possible way, all because he sent the tweet. Because let's be honest, if he didn't send the tweet, it's big swallow. <laughs> you know what I mean? The comments would have come and gone in twelve hours.
0: It, it's Top. it's no, it's a your everything you just said. I one hundred percent agree with. Um, t- it, listen, he he's got to learn over time a little bit, this whole idea of like, I'm responsive. I'm, I'm with the fans, bruh. Yo, Vince McMahon and WWE get through so much trash talk that people have every day. Cause it doesn't exist to them. And if it does, you're not going to know it. They're certainly not going to say it. You're never going to hear it said. So I think that's something that he has to learn over time. I mean, listen, I retweeted a guy yesterday who talked shit about me who had one follower. So I understand, Tony. I, I get it. We, we've all been there. Um, now Andreas, before sometimes you, it cuts deep, man. Sometimes. It does. Sometimes it just hits you. And I guess that one did. I, I, you know, and I see how it could, cause he's thinking like, I'm a Brown man who owns this huge company. Nah, but that's not what she was saying. So that's, that's, right. he got caught up in his own emotions. Um, Andreas, two things. One, I want to find out what you're working on uh, next. Um, you did some amazing stuff this year, man. All the cool stuff you did with Big E and uh, and, and and his collaboration, his um, entrance, in his appearances in boxing. Take us through some of the things that you're working on. And also, I just want to get a quick prediction from you because this has been the topic of the day. What do you foresee for the men's and women's Royal Rumbles?
3: Ooh. That, yeah, I'll hold that that Royal Rumble thing because this thing is a mess. Um, so right now, obviously, uh, you know, me and Biggie have been working together on Our Heroes Rock, which is still the project that the cartoon that we have where it blends Black History and Schoolhouse Rock. Um, we kickstarted last year, raised over one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Are doing the pilot episode. We're close to completion in terms of a lot of our merchandise. So you guys should probably see that pilot episode. Sometime in 2022.
0: Now, now, did you get did you get the message that I told Biggie about uh, me making an appearance on this uh, po- on this show?
3: No, I didn't, but I, I'd like to figure out where you'd fit in.
0: I, well, I'm going to so tell you very quickly. Number one, I want you to know that when I donated money, I may have made myself invisible as to not get credit, but I want to take credit. Just so you know, I did give money, of course. Number two, um, I said, if you need a white man's voice who's not a racist sheriff... Of any sort. I'm happy to do that. OK, I could do if, that. if it's a sheriff, you know, or a really like if it's one, of, I'm not going to be like the cop standing outside the school or anything like that. But you find something, a nice, helpful white man role. I'm there for you.
3: You got it. You got it. And I'm done. Listen, I'm not big on having, you know, the angry white guy that that's the most racist human being on the face of the planet in the show, because that's such a, a tired trope that we do all the time. It's like, damn, is he really that racist? Yeah, I don't think so. So I wouldn't do that <laughs> to you. Um, but that's one thing that we're working on. Obviously, me trying to figure out some other things,
0: you know, one hundred thirty thousand dollars, man. Congrats. That's yeah, amazing. Word.
3: Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, shoot, it was something that when we put together with Johnny Davenport, who I didn't mention, who is done everybody's ring gear. If anybody saw E's ring gear or was Rick he, he responsible for the gear. Festivus? Yes, he's responsible for the Festivus. He's also responsible for the ring gear with the inside joke with the suitcase with the rope on it, which he wore day one. It's an inside joke because E wouldn't buy a suitcase, and he, he carried it with a shoestring. So that's something that me and Johnny <laughs> put in there as a little Easter egg. Um, but Johnny's wow. also part of this. He's our animator. So that's what, we're working on that. Me and E have a few things working down the line. Um, I'm still doing some other work in terms of podcasting and voiceover work and what have you. Just follow me on Twitter where I'm fighting everybody about dumb shit. Um, now,
0: <laughs> So the Royal so about- Rumbles. And by the way, it's Andreas Hell on Twitter. So your uh, picks for the, your name, picks for the Royal Royal Rumbles.
3: Uh dude, the women's Royal Rumble, it's like if we're not putting this back on Bianca, I don't know what we're doing here. Um because we pivoted so quick off of the Becky feud, and I feel like there's unfinished business there and we need to get back to it. Um so I'm gonna pick Bianca, even though my my honorable mention my second choice would be Rhea Ripley because I feel like she's been terribly underserviced on this roster and is yeah, not shining WrestleMania. Both. You know, mm-hmm. even though she beat Asuka, it was like, yeah, she lost the title shortly thereafter. That is a superstar waiting to break out. And I think if if it ain't Bianca, it's got to be Rhea.
0: Thank you. I, I love you already, Andres. Uh, and for the men's side.
3: <laughs> for the men's side. Uh, I'm just going to pick him because he's my friend. And it's Big E because I have nobody else to pick because nobody else has been built in a way that I feel like could challenge Roman or Brock at this particular moment. There's the well, one yeah. person that I can see that can go into a Roman feud and people go, okay, we're revisiting Survivor Series again, or go back to Brock because there's unfinished business because now Brock is working Bobby Lashley.
0: You know what? Don't hate that. Those are my picks.
3: I can't see anybody else. I mean, you look up and down the roster, Riddle, Randy Orton, nah, nah. It's a bunch of nahs to me. And then even on the entire SmackDown roster, I don't see anybody in position to challenge Roman Reigns. So I feel like the winner might be from Raw and have to shift to SmackDown.
5: And good luck finding thirty women, honestly, too, to even Are fill there out 30 the Rumble.
3: Women? They, they cut thirty women, didn't they?
5: Uh,
0: it's 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 that that's a really interesting point too. That's, that Ross, it's going to be very interesting to see what they come up with, r- Rumble uh, wise, in terms of just sheer entrance. But I love the idea of Big E winning because you know. M- I felt that his entire title run sort of lacked motivation. Like I wasn't ready for Big E to get the title when he did. And I know it's it's an awkward spot cause he's my friend. And if, you, if you're if you living in kayfabe, then you're like, yay. But in reality, I was like, well, I, this could be better. This could be better. And we saw it finally, you know, this is what we have to you know talk about. It finally happened this week where we saw when a situation came up that made more sense for them, boom, they're off of Big E. And that's why I didn't love this title reign in the first place, but to your point, Andreas, if he has a heroic rumble win and wants to, and feels that he was robbed by that fatal five way. Now we're getting into real motivation for big E and motivation for fans To not just think he's the wacky guy who they've always loved, but a guy who was really wronged, who's always done the right thing. And I think you really then start getting to the meat of a potential story. Um, Andreas, thank you, bro. We will definitely do this again when it's not about racism and wrestling, I promise.
3: (laughs) I appreciate it, because there's other things we could argue about. Like, you know, Brett versus Sean, right, Greg? We can argue about that. Oh, no, no. Please, 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 please. Everybody knows who the best there
0: is already. Let's keep this peace. Let's keep this peace. Andreas, thank you, bro. All right, you guys take it easy. All well, right, thanks, Drake. Peace. All right, thank you very much, Andreas Hale. And now, uh, before we put a bow on this thing, a little... Uh, ma, 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 mail. mail. Uh, let's see. A lot of messages here. Sean writes us and says, hey, hope you enjoyed day one as much as I did. These Saturday shows make everything so much more enjoyable, in my opinion. But here's why I'm diving into the mailbag. Coming out of day one, I have one prediction and one fantasy booking proposal. Let's get to the prediction first. One... Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, champion versus champion at WrestleMania in a championship unification match. Um, that answers the question to what is the big match at Mania? By the way, it's a, it is a great point. When you add championship unification, they now no longer need The Rock.
5: Yeah. Or and, anyone else. And it, it makes it worthwhile doing the champion versus champion because they we just saw that Survivor Series. So if you're going to do it at Mania, it has to mean more than just... A title on the line or pride. It has to be the unification.
0: Yeah, it really does. Uh, and two, he says Seth Rollins and KO team up. Yes, I know you booked this a few weeks ago, but let's take it a step further. Seth Rollins and KO led by manager Triple H, followed by Finn Balor joining. I know WWE passively says they don't care about AEW, but a heel faction of Owens, Rollins, and Balor led by Triple H could be a lot of fun. And in some ways, WWE's answer to the elite and undisputed era. What are your thoughts? Peter Rosenberg voice he says I'll tell you this I don't I don't think they need a response I don't think they I don't think they need a response to the, the elite the elite or or undisputed era but I do like the idea of them having a big heel faction same
5: I, and I, I like the connection being you know that they maybe that they're all NXT champions I don't know if bring in, bring a triple H in We'll make it make sense because remember Triple H is the guy that that turned on Rollins 4 KL so now he's bringing them together does it we'd, we'd have I mean? to figure some we'd have to yeah. figure
0: some things out for sure mail Michael writes us about last week's city tears and says go home Peter you're drunk as a native Los Angelino, we have a huge cultural background in many different communities. We have Chinatown, East LA, with its Latino community. You're sounding like an East Coast elitist. Still love you, but let's get it together. Stay mage, Mike. Mike, first of all, you I didn't never said say anything I, about that. Who, who, who would, nor, who in their right mind, doesn't think that Los Angeles is one of the most cu- culturally diverse places in America? First of all, in the, if you, in the world. Yeah, if you want to have a really serious conversation about it, Los Angeles, lit, there is off the top of my head the um, the the jewish community mexican community filipino community persian community um it's endless the like chinese it's, community chinese community it's a of course what no doubt when it comes to its metro area la is incredible i just meant that wasn't if you listened you're you're being sensitive you're not hearing what we were saying it's about the traditional city feel it's right. not about whether there's things of value. I, like I said, I would live there. I plan to one day. I love it. It's not bad. It's <laughs> you plan great. To live at Dipper,
5: Dipper Lago. Yeah, I would. I would move at Dipper Lago right now. S <laughs> G. Have you been to L A. much before? Uh, I told you this back in the day. Oh the, yeah, just the, on the trip for the funeral. The two times I went were both for fun. For funerals. Oh my um, god! And so this trip's just for fun. Yeah, just like a couple of days for fun. I'm gonna go to Dipper Lago. I'm gonna meet. What up with, What day uh, are you getting out there? Tonight we fly out tonight. And then we're going to be there all day Thursday, all day Friday, and then we'll fly back um, Saturday evening.
0: Saturday. So a pretty quick trip, but not too bad. I just, man, that flight out there is so damn long. I hope you all downloaded some shows on an iPad or something.
5: I, I sleep on the plane, so. God you bless. always do. Yeah, God bless Crystal. I don't know what she's going to do when I knock out, but I'm, I'm knocking out. <laughs> what time is your flight? Um, Like eight. Oh, so you're going to get there. You'll be awake.
0: Y'all will get there like 11 o'clock. Yeah. Just in time to go maybe grab some In-N-Out Burger. Yep. Where are you guys staying? You staying downtown or in, in Hollywood? Culver City. Culver City. I have nothing to offer you there, but I'm sure there's tons of things. Have you, have you talked to Ted? Have you talked to Dipperstein? Have you lined things up, food, et cetera?
5: Oh, yeah. I talked to Ted, I talked to Ted a little bit. Just now, actually, I talked to Dip. Uh, my boy Kev is out there, so I spoke to Kev, too. Oh, that's right. Dip, um, Dip saw Kev. Yeah, Dip and Kev, Dip and Kev met up one day. I forgot to tell you, they just like he was at at the Bilago. I think they met up for like a football game. I don't. I didn't know that either. One yeah, of them no. Watched he said football. he came over
0: for a football game. He said Kev is so nice that Dip almost feels uncomfortable with it.
5: <laughs> like
0: he's he's nice to a point that's unusual, and I, I would say I I would say I remember that from my time meeting
5: <laughs> him. I don't know that either one would watch football either, too. So just that. <laughs> that they met up for a football game was kind of crazy to me, but all right, let's,
0: uh, mail. Matt says, dear Kings of the ringer. I'm as Jewy as they come. I've worked for Hillel for 20 years. Never in my life. Have I heard schmying So I looked it up on urban dictionary and the answer was bed, bath and beyond. Please for all us, JW members, please, de- please define this word on the next pod. I beseech you, Matt, Matt, we love you. Thank you. And I was never a big shmying guy until I met Dip. And then I've used it now since and, and hear other people say it. But shmying is just browsing. It's, it's, it's doing nothing. It's what, it's what SGG and Crystal are going to be doing in Los Angeles. Shmying
5: <laughs> is shmying.
0: Yeah, you're just, you just you go to... Dip should take you to the street that actually we went... Or Dip should tell you to, to go to the place that we went shmying this time. Because I got to tell you, Melrose Schmeying these days, not great. You can't really schmying on Melrose right now. Melrose has gotten a little bit rough. Everything's been a little crazy in LA, as you've probably heard. Um, and cats are running up on people all, all the time. Um, it's crazy how different Melrose feels from just recently. But either way, schmeying is what you just do wandering around. It's just like you go in stores, you pick this thing up, you look at them, blah, blah, blah. It's schmying. Um, all right. All right. Ryan m- says
4: m- 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 m-
0: mail any word or update future plans for many of this April. I'll love to kick off the festivities with y'all. Thanks. Keep it mage. Ryan from the wood. I, I was in contact. Me and Ted were talking about doing a-, a heat and greet and shirt situation. I haven't quite figured it out yet, so I don't know w- what's going to happen there. I, I- Maybe I-, I we We I have a place. I really want to do something, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, they have a- they they do well at this place, but right by the way, Tweet, leave comments, and email if you're going to be want to go to a heat and greet. Because if I get like 40 emails with people being like, yes, heat and greet, let's do it, that's an indicator, right? Like, I only knew, I knew at SummerSlam we'd probably have, you know, 40 people because I only got like a handful of emails. If I get a lot of emails, it lets me know we're gonna have more people. So if you're planning on coming and you'd wanna go to a heat and greet, definitely reach out and let us know so we can plan uh, accordingly. All right, ma 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 male. Um. Okay, there's a long a long thing attacking you and your thoughts from Jose on you and um your feelings on Adam Cole, etc.
5: Listen, he yeah. he's far from. There's been a fall from grace. Well, <laughs> anybody anybody that denies that is just. I think it's too.
0: Mind. I think it's too soon to call that because you have to wait and see what happens. How do you not wait and see what happens? Yeah, he just got there.
5: But well, let's say, let's just say this: he's he could he could rise, but he's fallen. He has fallen. They're telling a different story now that his his boys are there with him. So he could rise, but he has fallen. He even looks skinnier than he did. In he NXT. does. He does. It's that like, I'll
0: agree with you. On. Uh, Daniel says, "Hey fellas, here's a thought. I started listening to the show at the beginning with Shoemaker, but then fell out of the business of and, and fell out of the business and podcast for a couple of years." Starting in 2014, when I got back a few years ago, I immediately sought out the show, only to find two new great guys in SGG and Dip join the pod. I know from context, Greg started out literally as the stat guy and Dip is Peter's magent. But I thought it'd be cool to hear, especially for all the new Ringer listeners, how you all met and got started on sharing your fandom. If there's time, this can even be extended to the rest of the JWO. Happy New Year to the crew! Podcast is always the first I up, a thousand percent. Thank you, Daniel. We will do that. Maybe we'll do that on the Tears of
5: Mage episode. A yeah. little look back. Yeah, because the funny thing is, I don't think I know how you know uh, Andrew and and Linder. Wow, and I don't know how Shoemaker knows them either. I, I think Shoemaker said he went to some shows and maybe they met that way. But I don't really, I don't know that I know the the details of the story. Just like, well, the you, bare know, bones you know, you know
0: that it. you know that Linder used to
5: work at dot com. I do know that. I do know that.
0: Ma, 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 male. Um, okay. Justin Kane says, "This is now. This is very. This is a very important subject for me. Is it me, or is Dip a full beard and some luscious locks away from being one thousand percent confirmed Kenny Loggins?"
1: Huh.
2: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal And most importantly, the food was fantastic But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower And breakfast that doesn't end at 8am I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping